Hi, this is Brennan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and before I start, I'd like to direct people to Characters, Conversations, and a Flashing Blade. This is a blog by Asen, who's a poster that I know over at the RPG site, and he's had a series of posts there uh, chronicling his um, uh, Wandering Heroes of Ogre Gate campaign. I think his wife is the game master, and I think he's the player. Uh, based on what I've been reading. Uh, and it's it's kind of interesting because uh, he has a much different take on it than I do, and I think people that have been following the session logs at the Bedrock blog uh, might want to check this one out and, and just see how somebody else approaches the game and some of the things that they tend to focus on because I tend to do things my way, and if you're looking for ideas, uh, he's got, there, there's some really interesting things going on here. The, the name of the, uh, of the posts, it's the, uh, the Stunning Beauty Chronicles, and I think he's up to part five. So I'll post a link to part one and to part five, and then people can uh, you know, go there and, uh, and figure it out on their own. Um, you know, I, I, I should say he, he's been uh, interacting with me on a development thread for Wandering Heroes of Ogre Gate, where I just kind of post updates and stuff, and I think it goes all the way back to when I started developing the game. So there's a whole thread at the RPG site uh, that basically shows like how the game developed. So I, I, I would I would also encourage people to go there. So I will I will post a link to that as well, uh, especially if you want to get a sense of how the game changed over time. Uh, but what I want to talk about today is this idea that's uh, really prevalent in martial arts and in in in, in sports like boxing, where and I'm probably going to butcher the phrase, but I think it's something to the effect of, uh, you know, to train the way you fight. Like, uh, you know, sort of, you, you, you don't want to, you know, if you, the, the way that you train in the gym is the way that you're going to fight in the ring is sort of the idea. And, and so uh, with gaming, I think there's a lot, especially with game design and publishing, increasingly I think that's true. And in fact, if you, if you follow the thread, uh, that I was just mentioning, you'll see that this is starting to come up on the Overgate thread about, you know, in terms of organization of the material and stuff. Uh, we, we, we put out a series of books called The Sex of the Martial World, and one of the things that I like about them is how well organized they are for play. And, and, and uh, Asen, who, uh, who, who uh, does the um, characters' conversations in a Flashing Blade blog, uh, he had pointed out on the um, on the on the design thread that his his wife, who's running the game, really liked the uh, the organization of the sex books over the organization in the rule books. And I would be inclined to agree because I feel like uh, the rule book was sort of everything from my table filtered into a rule book. But the sex of the martial world books, those are packets that I use at my actual games. That's how I prepare the sex that I play at the table. So there's a much more direct utility from how I'm using this material in my actual campaign folder and how it's being presented in the, in the final PDF to, to people that buy it. And so sometimes I think one of the things that, that I think a lot of people are worried about uh, the... the um, fantasy heartbreaker phenomena and so no, you, you you almost want to have there be as big of a difference as possible between how the material is done at your table and how it's published in the world because if you if you if you don't then there's this risk that it'll be a fantasy heartbreaker I think I think I think uh, I know I've I've had that thought and and so when we first started I, I really tried to make the material, I don't know what you would say, more polished, more, uh, 
more uh, somehow separate from what's going on at the table. And the more I did that, the more I felt it didn't work. And so now I'm really trying to just sort of eliminate that line as much as possible. And so that's why I kind of talk frankly about a lot of this stuff. That's why I, uh, I, I did the Sex of the Martial World PDFs. And that's why increasingly everything, like if you follow my blog, you'll see that m pretty much all that stuff ends up getting published. Like the, 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 the blog and my campaigns are sort of like where I hash out the ideas and then I, 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 they become books after that fact. So with the, with the Sect of the Martial World book, the organization of, of those books is, is just very one-to-one -one from my table to the, to the final product. And, and so I'm going to be trying to do that more with, with our, with our books. So it's a little hard cause I had to, uh, you know, rule book is a slightly different thing and I'm trying to, I'm trying to take a lot of different things that I have in my campaign folder and, and filter them into a rule book so that they make sense in somebody else's campaign. Cause they, you know, you're not running, you're not running my campaign, you're running your own campaign. But at the same time, I want the rule book to be organized for, for, for gameability and utility at the table. So so what I'm thinking of doing now is is really kind of going to that sex of the martial world format. So uh, what that's going to mean is and this won't you won't notice this in Ogregate in because that's already kind of done and I I uh, this is like a new sort of thought. So you'll probably start to see it with the War of the Swarming Beggars book. That's where I'm that's 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 where I think I'll have enough time to structure it according to this principle. But the basic idea is the the sec like instead of having a separate chapter for NPCs, what I'll have is the NPCs will be in the sec chapter. And so every sect will be presented with the sect description, the members of the sect, and then um, and then maybe some of their kung fu techniques and special items. So it'll be a very different structure from what we have now. Now that that's not because War of the Swarming Beggars is something that I'm actively working on right now, I can only restructure it so much. So I'm going to introduce some of that structure in War of the Swarming Beggars. But then after that, I think this is going to become our standard. So um, I kind of wish I had thought of it like 12 months ago. Um, but 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 it is what it is. So, so we'll see how much I can restructure the War of the Swarming Beggars book. But I really do like this format better. And it's one of the reasons why I really fell in love with the Sect of the Martial World uh, supplements. Uh, again, I'm sort of reluctantly going to be ending that line because of the um, the algorithm shift. Which, again, I want to I don't want to rehash this over and over again. But I don't think I've mentioned it on the podcast yet, so I, can, I guess I can get into it. But the 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 algorithm for the top 100 sales at RPG now they changed that I think about a month or two ago. I forget I forget when they changed it at some point, and uh, and it and and the whole the whole point and so the way that they used to do uh the the top 100 was you, your number of copies sold divided by days on sale was i think what produced your rank in the top 100 list and what that meant was if i have a 50 cent pdf and i sell 20 copies and you have a nine dollar pdf and you sell 10 i'm higher than you in the in the ranking system so i designed the whole sect of the martial world line with that in mind because i knew that if we get the top 10 that's like advertising, and then that will draw people to the to the to to the sex of the martial world, but also to the Ogre Gate book, and 
And even if the individual Sex of the Martial World books don't make back the money that I invested in them, over overall it'll kind of wash out. So so that was the idea, and 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 it was working. Um, but but then when they made the change, we were we all of our stuff got knocked out of the top 100 list, and the reason for that is they shifted from the number of copies sold divided by days on sale to the total amount that the uh, total amount of sales, like, uh, you know, dollar sales, uh, I think divided by days on sale, or I, I don't know exactly what the formula was, but it was based on the amount uh, of money that the PDF made. So, so what that meant was a 50 cent PDF that sold 20 copies uh, was gonna, not going to be anywhere near on the list uh, against a book that was nine or $10 that sold uh sold sold 10 copies or uh you know even even like one copy so so now the the 50 cent pdfs just uh they just can't compete i have to sell so i have to sell like 20 copies to equal a 10 dollar pdf basically and pdf sales for rpgs are fairly lean the the profit margins are narrow so uh, I, I don't I don't think that's gonna work and I it, it, you know all, all of all of our uh, recent books got knocked out of that top 100 list as soon as they made that change so um, so yeah so 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 what so uh, it's a sidetrack I realize but uh, so that's the reason why I reluctantly uh, ended the um, the the sex of the martial world line I'm still gonna put out the glorious death cult I have a great Martial sect called Glorious Death Cult, and I will still be putting them out. I I think that uh, uh, if I can, I'm going to still periodically do it, but I'm going to have to shift to something different. Right now, what I'm thinking of is maybe something more adventure driven. So it'll still be the same principle, like stuff from my table to the to the PDF line. But but you know, like if I have a city with an adventure idea attached to it, I might make a twenty dollar not twenty dollar twenty page PDF. And I don't know. I, I still have to find a price point that works. Now, again, you know, the problem with this new algorithm is it affects everybody, not just the 50 cent PDF. So if you have a $5 PDF, you have to sell more copies in order to compete with the $10 PDFs. It's the same if you have a $3 PDF. So every price point is going to be affected. And I think what you're going to start seeing is I think people will start raising their prices. Um, and if you look, actually, if you look at the top, uh, top, even just the top 10 list right now, I think it's all uh, all really high priced items. So, so okay. So there's one on there that's six. So the number two one is six. So that's not too bad. But the number one is fourteen ninety five. Number three, twenty four ninety nine. Number four, nineteen ninety nine. Number five is fourteen ninety nine, but it used to be twenty four ninety nine. Number six is twelve twelve dollars even. Number seven is nineteen ninety nine, but it used to be twenty four ninety nine. Uh, number eight is nineteen ninety five. Number nine is twenty four ninety five, and number ten is five fifty five. So there's only two items in the top ten list that are under ten dollars, I believe. And in the past, there used to be a lot more that were more like you'd see a lot of seven ninety nine, five ninety nine. You know, you'd see books of of all price all price points on the top ten list. And if I keep going, <clears throat> this I I see this trend continue. So I see like at number thirteen, it's a nineteen ninety eight. <clears throat> Number fourteen is thirty bucks. There's a four ninety nine PDF at number fifteen. Twenty at sixteen. Nine ninety nine at seventeen. Seven ninety nine at eighteen. Nine ninety nine from twelve ninety nine at uh, nineteen. And 
9.99 at 20. So, you know, so I th I think what you're going to see is, is again people will will raise their prices or if you if you have like a 7.99 PDF, you know, why not charge 8.99 instead cuz that's going to get you a little higher on the list or maybe even 9.99. Um, I know I've had those thoughts just because the list is important, but um, uh, because because with PDFs you put them out right and the, they they go on the new titles since last visit um, list when you when you first release them, but they're only there for a short period of time. They're not they're not you know people release so many PDFs so you, that initial visibility that you get when you first release vanishes very quickly. So your only options are to do banner ads to. You know, maybe go out and promote online, uh, or to to use some of your publisher points to get get some, uh, you know, do like maybe do a featured product of the day or something. But the 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 big thing that that can really help you is if you get on that bestseller list. And if you, I think if you have generally in the past, if you had a good product that was you know like high value for people, you could get up on that list. So I felt with the with the with the uh, fifty cent sec books. Um, that it was, uh, you know, that the, the value was 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 uh, you know pretty much guaranteed to get us on the list because for fifty cents you were getting a pretty decent book and and that that worked out. Um, so again, I know I, I'm sort of harping on the same issue, but I I think this is a bad idea and I think this is a bad development for RPG now. They can do what they want. I mean, I'm just a I, I just sell PDFs there, and it's their business. But I think that they're so influential. Um, when they when they make any decision like this, it has ripples throughout the whole gaming industry, or so the whole RPG industry. And this is one, you know, I'm not in. I don't know if I'm in the majority on this. I th I know that there are a lot of people that disagree with me, but I feel like this is not uh, beneficial to the hobby. And it'll. I think what it's going to do is it's going to it's going to lead to higher. It's not going to. I don't think it'll lead to better games. I think it might lead to uh, higher like higher production value of games. Uh, dominating, but those aren't necessarily better games. I think that um, uh, there's a lot of games out there that you know have cheaper to production values but good content, and they're not going to have as an easy of a time competing. And so, uh, so I don't know, but we'll see. And I also just think in general everybody's going to start raising their prices once they realize what's going on. So, uh, but anyways, that's a total sidetrack. Uh, I, I, I should uh, get back to my main point, which was, uh, you know, the, the idea of I, I'm really increasingly interested in, in in making sure that there's this direct line between how I'm doing stuff at the table and and what I'm putting out there. I think that's really important in general. I think um, I think I, I saw somebody post something the other day or today, maybe on Facebook about. Uh, long-term campaigns and keeping groups together and just this idea of longevity in gaming like whether it's you know scheduling issues or sustaining a campaign over a long period of time and sometimes I think part of what drives that is a lot of games aren't even designed with that in mind and so um, you know it, it can be it can be a challenge I think to keep a game uh, game going if, if if it's not designed at a table where the person who designed it is planning on playing that game for an extended length of time. Um, and so that's why I shifted from sort of the old Terror Network stuff we used to do, which were much more geared for, you know, like one shots or, you know, six session campaigns, 12 session campaigns. That's a style of gaming I like, but um, 
but but I do think it is. But I did notice it was harder to kind of sustain campaigns or game groups that way. But ever since I've been doing sort of the Satorius and the Ogregate approach, uh, I've just had a much easier time sustaining sustaining my groups. Um, and so I, I mean I think there are a number of reasons for that. Uh, it's not just the sort of um, you know the 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 way that the games are designed, but 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 a lot of it is the you know the, the, they you know when I sat down to make them with Bill and Dan, that was sort of what we were shooting for was sort of the more long term campaign. And when you have the long term campaign, the game group tends to stay long term as well. So so uh, so I'll probably do a whole separate podcast on on that subject. But but anyways, this was just sort of my my thoughts on on this idea of uh, you know you you. You, you 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 fight the way you train um, and and so I think when I used to be at the gym they used to say you fight the way you train train the way you fight something something to that effect um, and I think it's useful advice for gaming and so anyways this is just sort of a bonus podcast for the day with me rambling about things I'll let you go I I pretty much run out of things to say anyways and I think I'm all over the map so I think now is a good time to end this conversation but uh, hopefully I'll be back on with my, um, I don't know if I'm going to do my, uh, Chinese Odyssey, uh, three review or if I'm going to do my, um, my next ice fantasy review first. I'm, I'm trying to decide. I have the, uh, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be, uh, watching a bunch of stuff over the next few days and we'll see what, what gets done first. But, uh, I hope to have some, some more reviews up here soon as well. So, all right, uh, additional announcement. Um, we are going to be hosting an Ogregate tournament. So I want to hear from people. If you're interested in the tournament, definitely, you know, contact us, leave a comment in the, um, you know, wherever it is I'm posting this or just contact me directly. But we're going to host a, an Ogregate tournament, which is like a tournament of optimizers. So, you know, I want people to bring their broken builds, their, uh, you know, their, their, their overpowered characters, uh, we're going to set a, a, a chi rank that everybody has to be. We're going to set some ground rules for what techniques are allowed. And we're going to set some sort of parameters of what rules are in play here. And I'm going to have three game master referees. I think uh, when I used to do martial art tournaments, there were always like three or four referees at each, uh, not referees, uh, judges at each, uh, um, each match. And so I think we kind of need like three judges to oversee this so 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 that so that everything's as above board as possible it's still going to be in the eye of the beholder and subjective because it's a game and you know these are rules callings a lot of times but i want it to be as objective as we can make it and as fair as we can make it and and then i'm gonna have a trophy so whoever wins the uh the tournament will will get a trophy sent to them and 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 so you know we're still developing the details but I want to hear from people because number one, I want to get I want to get a sense of how many people are interested in being involved, and that will affect what platform we use. And I'm just interested in hearing what uh, people think about it. If, if if they think, oh, you're doing this all wrong, maybe you should go that way, or maybe you should go this way. So, um, so 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 let me know, uh, and you know, I'll, I'll I'll probably have a whole podcast devoted to the tournament uh, in the near future. And I, I've already gone on for 20 minutes, so I think it's time for me to end this one. And I will talk to you later.